welcome to another episode of Drop Talk, which is the official podcast from Drop Fitness. This podcast features interviews between the owners and members of Drop Fitness, as well as the community members and business owners, where we talk all things fitness, family, food, and, you know, a little bit of funny. I like to throw in a little alliteration there. Please subscribe and share our podcast. And if you like what you hear, throw us an awesome five-star review. You can always follow us on Instagram at dropfitnessbakersfield or head to our website, dropfitnessbakersfield.com. See you at the gym. What's up, Fit Fam? This is Joe Noel, and this is our first episode of Drop Talk, which is the official podcast of Drop Fitness. With me today, I'm uh, going to do a little interview action with the lovely, the one and only Mrs. Noel. Yeah. <laughs> you got. You can talk. You want? <laughs> this isn't like a porn. No. <laughs> this is. You could have just said hi. Hi. So, this podcast, you know, we really wanted to create something to where we can throw it out there to our members, but also people that might be potential members where we can do interviews with, with, you know, our members, our community, um, and, and really just, um, you know, interview people on how they get through their normal life, how they fit fitness in, you know, we all have families, we all have jobs, right? Yeah. We have kids. A lot of us have kids. Um, and you know, we're, we're not, we're not professional athletes, but we still all focus around fitness and, you know, staying healthy or at least trying to stay healthy. And so, you know, throughout the course of this, this podcast, as we're talking here, you know, kind of long form interview, just conversational, uh, you know, hopefully you can take away like a, a nugget of information and maybe that helps you get through your day or maybe it, it helps jumpstart your, your, uh, you know, your fitness aspirations. Um, hopefully it leads you to drop fitness. That'd be awesome. We'd love to welcome you to the family. That would be great. But, um, you know, if not, uh, it is not for you. Um, that's all good, but just hopefully we can, um, you know, kind of instill some of our passion in fitness into, into some of the listeners. So I think this first podcast, um, really there's, I mean, we're going to download it and I'm going to listen back to it. Uh, I think the only other download I'm banking on is my mom. So this is kind of like a phone call with my mom. Well, and I think my parents do once they figure out how to get it on their phones. If they knew what a podcast was, I'm sure they would. They would I think probably... they know what the app looks like. Yeah. I mean, it comes preloaded. So I would, uh, <laughs> oh, what's this purple icon here? Um, but yeah, I think this first, this first, uh, episode, our first podcast, I think, uh, you know, just kind of introduce yourself. I'll kind of play interviewer and, uh, you know, interview you a little bit and we can kind of go back and forth. And then, so share with you guys kind of, you know, why we are on the journey that we're on, like with, uh, with fitness and open up the, the gym and, uh, hopefully have a, a, a few laughs along the way. So I'll just kick it off. So, I mean, Monica. Joe. <laughs> but tell me like what I don't know, what what in, what inspires you to like get into fitness? Like what what drives you to go to the gym every single day? Um I strive to be healthy. I think after having our daughter, 
Um, it just put me in a whole different space as far as how I look at myself, um, fitness wise. Um, and as far as how I want to get healthy after, and, and I'm not, I'm not young. So, you know, I, I, how old are you? <laughs> I'm 38. Huh? So, um, you know, I, I, I have to keep up with our three-year-old and I can't do that by just sitting on the couch. So she, cause she don't sit on the couch. No, she, she is, doesn't. She runs around everywhere. She's so. a mile a minute. And she's three. Nuts. So it's crazy. She's insane. But I think like with us, well, since we've been together, we've kind of always been into some, into fitness in one way or the other. Um, I've played sports since I was 10 years old. So I've been involved with softball, soccer, all those things. Um, so I kind of been around the gym atmosphere and um, yeah. So well, was... you said, you know, that you just, you want to, you want to be fit and you know, keep up with our daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the specialties of drop fitness is postpartum clients. So like, I think, you know, this is a good platform to be able to kind of speak to that or at least inform people like what, what would like postpartum fitness be like? Is that, is that getting your mom bod back? No. So I think this is very, uh, it's such a, I'm so passionate about it because I feel like the marketing part of postpartum is yeah, get your mom back. How fast can you bounce back? It's like, well, okay, well I just had a kid. And then I just had a C-section and you want me to go bounce back. Okay. Well, what, do, what do I do? Or, you know, I, I think the there's so much pressure on new moms and I know I didn't feel that way because you didn't make me feel that way. So, um, but I think it was the pressure on myself seeing social media and the way that it, it was <laughs> all the, you know, the different pages out there showing you like what you should do after baby to get your flat stomach or, but it's so much more deeper than that. So, um, once I finally found, um, where I got my certification, I, it just opened up a whole new door. It just opened up like, oh my gosh, mind blown of how I think women should really look at their fitness post baby and um, even while they're pregnant. So and it's, it's more of like a rehabilitation, right? That you're, you're kind of talking about. Like- yeah. It's like, it's a rehab, um, rehab and um, healing, I guess you can say. Um, you are working out, but it is a different type of working out. Um, you're not going to jump into, uh, you know, one of our classes, you're not going to jump into our Friday class and try to keep up with people. Um, and I think that's the main, that's a huge thing too, is when is the mindset, you know, you want to go back because you want to feel like yourself again, or be a part of a community and because you're home with a baby all day, or, you know, you get lost in and all things mommy and daddy and and it's like you want to go to the gym and you want to feel like your old self and it's really hard when your your body is not what you what it was before yeah i mean it's and i I think like you kind of hit it right on like with social media we see moms posting and they have a flat stomach with like a six pack and they're like you know three weeks postpartum and you're like oh shoot i better you know, get on it because I don't look like that. But at the same time, they probably look like that right before they were pregnant anyways. Like that that was their body. It's not that, oh, they did 14 sit-ups and, you know, pop this baby out and did 
did two rounds of 10 sit-ups and like, oh, this is how I look. And guess what? I, I drank a tea and did a wrap and look at me. I look better again. You know, it's it's like that instant gratification. But that's what everybody wants because that's what everybody sees. Well, and yeah, I mean, and, and that's the thing is um, I think why it's so difficult to get my message out there and why when I do post something, I do get 10 likes. and But I'll post a before and after baby picture and it's like I'm getting, you know, 100 likes or whatever it is. And I'm like, well okay like then you really see what people are wanting and then you it makes it even more frustrating because you want to change that mindset because you want people like just with the gym how we do the gym we want people to want to work out to be healthy not to look a certain way or to lose x amount of weight like we want them to lose that weight to be healthy and i think with pregnant and postpartum you know we well i i want women to be healthy like that's the overall thing about it is I want them to be able to go back to the gym and continue to work out for the rest of their lives. And there's so many other, there's so many things that go into it. And I think it, like as a whole, I mean, the way our society is, it, it's how, well, how good can you make me look? You right. know, what can I change about myself that's going to make me look this way or, you know, starving ourselves. So to look a certain way or all, you know, all that. And it's like, I think with us, with Drop Fitness, that's not what we are after with our members. You know, we want them to live healthy, sustainable lifestyles. Right. And starving yourselves and doing these fast fixes, it's not sustainable. And pregnancy and postpartum is under that same umbrella. Mm -hmm. and, and I think, you know, we have members that come in the gym all the time, like, as far as like nutrition plans and by no means we're dispensing a ton of nutrition advice, but you know, we can kind of help guide people in the, in the right way. And you know, when, when they talk about like, uh, watching their calories and stuff like that, like I kind of laugh because like when they, when they say like, Oh, I'm on a 1200 calorie diet or whatever. I'm like, first I'm thinking like that's zero food for one. And for two, it's, it's not going to be sustainable. Like you're literally starving. So like, it's going to work, it's going to be effective. But what I always tell people is like, if you're, have a wedding if you have a wedding at the end of the month then by all means like do a thousand calories like do 500 calories you know you're gonna lose the weight and you're gonna look good for that wedding but you're there's no way that you're gonna be able to maintain that for a long period of time where you're like you know you have a bikini competition or whatever yeah do that that's a really short-term fix but like you said you know we're in it for the long haul i i think as soon as we had our daughter like i said i, I put a post up and i was like i want to meet my great grandkids you know, and, and that starts now, like there's no, you can't start that later in life. Like you gotta, you gotta start that healthy lifestyle. And so I'm not trying to be a bodybuilder and I'm not trying to be like a competitive athlete. Uh, I mean, I'm competitive and I feel like I'm an athlete, but, but I think everyone's an athlete though. I think you're right. I think everybody does have, um, you know, their, their athlete comes out and I think you see that in, in every single one of our members at the gym, you know, we have people that they can't do a jump rope at first, but then like they keep, keep at it and you know, they're starting to connect them and then they're working out harder and harder. And then you get in and you're like, Oh shoot, they're moving. Like they're, I think it brings out the like inner athlete. I mean, mm -hmm. they're not going to go get on the gridiron on Sunday and play in the Super Bowl, but like we have athletes, yeah, you know, we do. and it's just, it's crazy just to watch them, to watch them, you know, develop and, and just turn into these like monsters in the freaking gym, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, just to see how well that they move, you know. Yeah. I mean, f 
for for everybody out there, I mean, Drop Fitness is a um, kind of like a boot camp. We always classify ourselves as like a boot camp, but we're really so much more than a, than a boot camp. Um, but we do have group classes. You know, we're we're kind of fixed as like a one hour um, come in, work out, go hard, and then go home. Um, but we do a lot of like Olympic lifting. You know, we do some free weight stuff. We do high intensity training. Uh, we do some gymnastics movements. We just try to just kind of keep changing it up. Our biggest thing is like, we don't want to be boring. You know, we don't want to go to the same routine. Like, Hey, let's run a mile, then get on the stair stepper, then go do a bench press and then go walk over and get a pair of dumbbells. Like it's so boring. And, well, like, and I don't even think it's just like the boring part of it. I think we don't have time, you know, like, like you were just talking about our, how our members we have, we're so diverse. We have, you know, a, well, I don't know, diverse, but we do have a lot of fam people with families. We do have and multiple kids and they all play sports and their kids are, you know, they, they all work. And so everyone's got busy, busy lives and they're fitting in their workouts into their lives. And we, I say we, because I, I mean, I think you and I are in that same boat. That's kind of like, why we wanted to make drop fitness um we don't have a whole lot of time so you got to get in get your workout in and then get out because you got to go home cook dinner take the kids to practice and you know get ready for the next day so it's it's like you come in you get to work you get your sweat on and then you <laughs> say hi to your gym buddies and then you go home you have that that 45 minutes at one hour i always say like when we have new members like showing up is not half the battle like showing up is 97 percent of the battle because we create the workout for you all the weights are there you just got to read it and do it so as long as you show up to the gym like you're gonna get a workout and you're not what are you gonna i mean you're gonna stand around just look at everybody else like good you'd be a creeper like so that's all i feel like coaching classes sometimes i'm just like standing there like Especially when everybody's like flowing, they're doing good. I mean, I'd, I'd much rather have some, a couple of new people in a class. So I could show them and like have a, you know, something to do. Like I'm watching them, making sure they're, they're moving correctly and stuff like that and kind of correcting some form. But, um, when I'm just standing there, like arms crossed, everybody's going good. They're like third round of a five round workout. And you're just like, cool. This is, this is standing, staring at somebody. Just, <laughs> just staring up from the wall I, like i'll sit on a box most of the time and just kind of chill like i don't want to be on my phone either because that's not professional no. but at the same time I'm like i got like 14 minutes here to <laughs> i've already went to the bathroom once so i don't want to <laughs> just hang out in there uh, uh we try to have fun though i mean our our gym is definitely a, a light environment you're not gonna nobody's yelling at you i'm not i'm not you know yelling right in your face and if you need that I probably still won't do that. Like, I, I'm just not that kind of person. I'm not just going to be like, get down and give me like a drill instructor, you know? No, no. And, you know, when you're late, I'm not like, oh, 50 burpees. Cause I'm like, hey, you're late, but you still showed up. So let's do work. Like, you're going to, you missed 10 minutes or whatever. Like, stretch out on your own and then jump in here and get after it. And now you're going to give it 35 minutes or whatever you're going to give it. But at least you got some type of movement that day. Because, you know, I don't, I don't want to shame somebody for, I don't know what's going on. They could have been late because, I don't know, the kid was being crappy at home and they're, you know, that's didn't want to get dressed or something. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, it, it happens. But I think that's the thing is, like, we're a family and, you know, we have life going on. Um, you know, I do have another job as well. 
And so we're balancing everything and fitness is part of that balance. And, you know, we want to live a, that healthy lifestyle, but we, we realize that like, Hey, we all got crap going on. I mean, it's, it's definitely hard. It's, it's hard to try to fit in everything and try to, um, you know, especially when you do have a, like a kid, you do have children. And so you think, obviously thinking about their well-being and, um, their schedules and, and all that stuff. So it is hard to fit it in. And you know, there's days where you just can't go to the gym. I mean, I get it. Like you said, kids are acting crappy or whatever. It's like you, the last place you want to take them to is a place that is a gym where other people are at. You're like, I don't want my kids to cry in front of everybody or have to deal with that. And But we just crank up that music. We don't care. <laughs> we'll drown them out. You know? We do to our three-year-old. We do. I mean, we have a little kids area and, you know, it's like gated in. And so kids can go in there and hang out and watch, their parents can keep an eye on them while they're working out. And sometimes they cry and we just look at them and then we're like, hey, pump up that volume like two more times. Like I'm trying to get some reps in. And like, you're fine. I, you're crying just because you want attention. Like we're good. Give, give me 45 minutes. I'm going to give you the other 23.25 hours. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's that's kind of kind of the thing like if if you want to make fitness matter in your life like you got to take a little bit of me time and when i say a little bit i mean like literally a little bit it's 45 minutes and you know put in the work and and do it and like you can still bring your kids like mm-hmm. you know and, and your gym wherever you go your gym should have some type of kid care or some type of something because like it's just unrealistic to not be able to bring to bring your kids especially you know, what makes it easier to continue to go to the gym, I think, is when, like, couples work out together. Because yes. it's, you know, you can't, you can't have two completely opposite in the spectrums because you won't stay motivated. I mean, some some people can, I guess, but it's so much harder if one person's like, I'm super into baking cookies, and then the other person's like, I'm on keto. Like, no, <laughs> that, those don't live in the same household. You know, it's like... I think Chris Rock had a, a the bit about like, you know, you don't have somebody like a, a devote Catholic and then like a crackhead in the same house. Like, you know, it's like, hey, where are you going? I'm going to church. Like, what are you doing? I'm going to go hit the pipe. Like, no, those two people, <laughs> you got to kind of at least be in the same lane. You know what I mean? And Well, it definitely makes it easier yeah. because like, yeah, I could see as far as like when it comes to eating habits and, you know, you're leaving your house. So if you're, if someone doesn't want to go with you and wants you to stay at home, it's like, well, I'm sorry, but I'm going to go work out. Right. They're like, I, you're, like, they're like, you were gone for eight and a half hours it, from work. And then now you're going to be gone for another hour. Yeah. And I'm, you know, and so it's like, just go together and make it a lifestyle and it makes it 10 times easier. I think, and for everybody listening too, I think, you know, building routine, building habit is, is really kind of like one of the keys because we're all animals like you build a routine for your dog because they like that routine and you build a routine for your kids because you know that your kids easier to handle when you have when they have a routine right and when you break that routine they're insane like they're just they're freaks of nature but you are the same way and so if you can just build going to the gym into your routine and build that habit then you want to go to the gym and then you don't feel good when you don't go to the gym you're like i'm missing something like i just feel a little off today you know or if you if you eat healthy normally then when you binge on the weekends or whatever you have the pizza and the, those ipas you're like 
something doesn't feel right in my gut. Like I need, <laughs> I need I, to. No, I, I think you and I are very um, structured driven. Um, but I think that is, has something to do with how we were brought up to. I think we're kind of like raised the same um, as far as like what was important and, um, you know, I don't know, just like our morals and stuff. I think our parents are very similar as far as work ethic and all that goes. So I feel like that kind of like rubbed off on us. So when we came together and became Joe and Monica, um, it was just like, it wasn't something that we had to struggle for. It was just like, yeah, this is how I do it. Oh, okay. This is how I do it. Cool. Like it just was, it wasn't hard for us to, to kind of like mesh together as far as like living that structured lifestyle. So now that we have Ellie, you know, it's a little bit more difficult, but I think it's, she's just a part of that now. And we have a probably a little bit more understanding or a little bit more understanding of the importance of having structure and having routine mm. and it, even more so now. Yeah. Cause I mean, if it's thrown off just a little bit, she's not right. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think everybody else can, can like relate to that when they're like, oh, well, how do I get to the gym? I got kids or I got this stuff. And it's like, no, I get it. It's, it's hard. And you, you got a job too, but if you can just help, get it into a routine, get some type of routine going and then just stick to that. Um, you know, I think it makes it that much easier to, to stick with your commitment and, you know, and we're, we're here to help out. And like I said, we're, we're normal people. Like we're not, we're not, uh, you know, bikini models and, uh, CrossFit athletes. So CrossFit games athletes, you know, we're not like, we're not some like superhuman thing. Like we're normal, normal people just trying to, trying to get by, you know, and trying to help somebody, somebody else get by too. And that's, you know, that's what we're about. So, you know, we talked a little about postpartum and stuff like that. And I think, um, you know, that's obviously been, been one of your passions and, and everything. What's, uh, what else do you like to do? So everybody can kind of get out there and, uh, get to know you a little bit out in the, in the podcast world. There, there's an airplane flying by. Hopefully, I swear to God, somebody can hear that. Like, like really? Of all day? What are you guys living next to an airport? It's like a crop duster just flying by us. Um, I, I mean, I don't know. I think I'm a very private person. I mean, how would you describe me? How many posts do you have on Instagram right now? Oh, this is true. Maybe I'm not so you're like, private. Yeah, you're over like 1,500 posts. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Super private. Nobody ever knows anything about me. I, uh, don't post i will i will uh give it to you that uh you uh you don't post uh fake stuff like you're you know your your hair is a mess ellie has chocolate all over her face and whatever like it's not a uh our house doesn't look like a, a home and garden this is this is actually sounding not like a compliment this is sounding like a really <laughs> insult but i swear to god there's a compliment baked in here at okay. the end our house doesn't look like a home and garden magazine ship. I keep it clean though. You do keep it clean. No, I'm not, I'm not saying that, but I mean like we, we post a picture and it's like, Hey, this is, this is our real life. Like there's 4,000 Barbies on here. Speaking of Barbies, like Ellie has way too many Barbies. So she has a lot of Barbies. For like three. Yeah. For a three year old. She's averaging like 4.8 per year uh, of her life. So I feel like when she's 10, we're going to have like an like army of box of Barbies. Already? 67. Um, 
but no i i think um i don't know i don't think you're that like private i think you're like reserved i think i do feel like you're kind of like a reserved person because like when you meet somebody new um i mean i get not like at the gym i'm not like you (laughs) the thing about this podcast was everybody laughed when they were like hey you're gonna do a podcast together i'm like yeah well you know i think i'm gonna interview like the our members and stuff like that and i was like i'll bring monica in you know every once in a while and like interview her and then everybody's like are you even is she gonna get any words in and i'm like i Maybe. Maybe. Possibly. <laughs> Maybe. I have a lot to say. And then the other thing is uh, I've, I've already caught myself a few times. Uh, we're trying to keep it clean, you know, Yeah. Uh, language-wise. I want this to be a family-friendly podcast, but, uh, you know, something might slip every once in a while. I, I'm just trying to, you know, hold hold myself back from it. I'm like, stuff. This <laughs> 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 is the first time for everybody. Okay. This is not how I talk normally. I talk. I, uh, yeah, you know, I talk like an adult. I'm an adult. Yeah. What can you do? I mean, yeah, when I was 12, I was talking the same way, but whatever. <laughs> what can you do? Um, no, I, I, I don't know. Like, well, thank you for that, that you don't think that I'm fake. <laughs> yeah. You're, uh, <laughs> your hair's a mess, but <laughs> Hey, you are real. <laughs> you're a real, real one. You're a real one. <laughs> I know it doesn't sound like a compliment, but I, it is. I love you. Oh, I love you too. And see, that's why, because you accept me however I am. I look a mess like half of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like that, was, that wasn't an agreeing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I just like stop it. You're right. I mean, it's it's like this is real. Like I I I think you know my goal is to just show people that like this is real life. Like there's only so many filters that are going to cover my bags beneath my eyes or you know like and by you know filters oh i know filters you're like yours all your stuff is like the same color tone i know don't you like it i don't know i feel like oh I'm is that different that is kind of well that is fake it's a well filter. it is fake but i mean i'm not doing it to show like definition on my arms or anything or my legs oh that's what i do <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I use that structure filter i'm like i'm cranking that bad boy up i want to see muscle fibers <laughs> how is st- the structure filter on instagram like superman's vision like it, you can see right through it like if i crank see, that but that looks fake I there's underst- other filters that are not so fakey no i understand that but i'm just saying like you crank that structure thing up like you look at you took a picture of, like my my shoulder today today I crank that that structure up. I can see individual muscle fibers in there. Like I can almost see the red blood cells just pumping through that. Like I don't know what that's all about. I don't know how Instagram does that, but I posted it. What's up? I saw it. Whatever. Okay. Like I'm gonna. That's me. That's real. I mean, yeah. it really was me. Yeah. It didn't look like that in real life, but hey. it, filters look better. Do you? I do do that, but um, I don't know. What else do you? Uh, what else? Was you, do you want to do any uh, Spartan races coming up? I would like to come out of retirement. Yeah. We did Spartan races like back in. I don't want to be a hipster, but give me a second. I did it way before it was cool. I, this is true. Like, like it was let's go park up front because we're the only people basically doing the race. And there was pop-up tents. And like three sponsors, three sponsors. And then you walked up and there was a Spartan sign. And they're like, Hey, here's the starting line. Go. You're like, Oh, okay. Was, <laughs> it, was, it was like 2000, I think 2012, I think it was about that time when we I, did that. Mm-hmm. I did that beast in, 
uh, Sacramento. I think so. I, yeah, I but think pretty much. I think time. that I will give credit where credit is due is like that is when I really kind of started trying to get back into like fitness. Like I played sports all through high school um, and all that. But I think my college years, I, uh, I worked out a little bit in my college years, but not like anything hardcore is more like lifting, lifting 12 ounces. <laughs> <laughs> doing uh handstand push-ups on the keg um that was kind of my working out but uh then i think you know about my 24 year old 25 year old body i think started um gaining a couple lbs like not anything crazy i'm not saying like oh i was obese or anything like that but i, I was definitely bigger than what i was normally used to and so i think i tried to start getting back in the gym and like running and then the Spartan races came up. And I was like, yeah, and did it with a buddy. Jumped right into the beast, like a 13-mile obstacle course race. And, um, yeah, I freaking whooped my butt. And I was like, wow, that was really fun. I want to do it again. And I think that's kind of like what jump-started my, my fitness career again. And then I realized, like, a couple of years into that, like, I would go to the gym, but I would just run a lot. Like, I would be like, for like three to five miles every day at the gym not not every day but every day at the gym um that i when i went and then you know i would like do some like random working out but my body definitely never looked like what people in magazines look like or whatever you know i had like a runner's body like thin you, but not muscular no you had like muscular like you had some definition but it was definitely a runner's body so i think you know when we started finding like working out like high intensity training, like with weights and doing like Olympic lifts and stuff like that. What's when it was like, Oh yeah. Like well, this is what that I found. before and after picture of you that I posted. Not well, it's actually been a while now. Um, how much your body's changed. Yeah. Like since doing that and you were, I wouldn't say you were training any less than what you were doing back then. You were still training hard and you were still doing, you're probably in the gym as much as you are now, if not maybe more. I'm, but I think it just shows like the different type of working out and different type of fitness that goes into to those two things, and the bodies are totally different. Kind of how the I think it's like how the what your focus or what your intention is in, in the gym, like you know what what you're actually training on. I mean, you could spend an hour running, and you run, I don't know what you run a ten minute mile. You could run six miles in an hour, right? So you go run six miles for the hour or you can do this and we're going to keep moving and we're going to keep, you know, lifting weights and we're going at a high intensity. My heart rate's just as high as if I was running in a race and probably higher in, in some, some cases, um, building more muscle, still getting the endurance training that you're getting. But I, th I think, you know, and when we, when we think about it, like we don't have time, right? This is our kind of the, the common theme is like, Hey, we never have that much time. Like we have an hour to work out. Um, what are you going to do with that hour? And I think the way that we train now at, at our gym at drop fitness, I think it's just, it maximizes well, that hour. I know if I, if I was to go back to Spartan training or Spartan racing, I, I, I mean, I, I would probably be able to do majority of the, of the obstacles. Now I remember thinking back then, like, oh my God, I have no upper body strength whatsoever. Yeah. I could run this. It's fine, but I can't pull myself over a wall or you know or up a rope climb yeah up a rope. or forget the rope I, was, I 30 burpees 
sorry yeah. like it's not gonna happen i would i tried i mean okay. I, I went a couple i like two but i'll take the penalty <laughs> i'll take my 30 burpees but i think if i went back now and try to race i think i would i would surprise myself like yeah because i, I feel like i'm more an all-around athlete now like all around better like i can run i can I can lift now so I can lift my body weight. I can, I don't know. I, I think I just an all around athlete. I, I think, yeah, I think that's kind of like the training. Like you're strong, you're stronger, obviously. And you have more endurance now. And so when it's like, Hey, we're going to do this huge race or whatever, it's going to be a two hour thing. You're like, okay, like I can, I can do it. You know, I'll figure it out. And you don't have to like change your, your training habits or anything. Like no, that. I mean, I think the only thing probably adding more running here and there, but other than that, I don't think it would be anything different. It would be fine. Not me. I'm like <laughs> running. is like, I hate, I, I hate running. Now. Well, I hate running too. Like it's, I, like it's so boring. I'm I like, know. I want to just like, I want to, I'd rather but kill myself. I would say that running really was a big part of my life when we were going through our infertility. That's true. I ran like every day and I would run for like six miles minimum. I mean, I think there's like definitely benefits to running from like a, uh, I don't know, like a mental Zen kind of a thing, like clearing your head and yeah, stuff. Cause but I, th I think, you know, I think you could say, have that same argument about that, like a high intensity workout yeah. too, because like you, you just throw everything that you have at it and you just clear your brain. You can't be thinking about like, whatever is going on in the day because you're just thinking about the workout you're thinking about the next rep and so i think there's there's something to that too but i i mean i do agree like getting out in nature if you could go out run outside like running on a treadmill i think is probably not the most mind clearing kind of thing soothing yeah. yeah but like if you could go run on a trail or something like that being out in like nature having some like good music on i you know i think there's definitely a, a not only just a health benefit from you know getting your heart rate up but a benefit from clearing your mind and being like okay like, yeah especially with like i don't know technology and stuff that we're we're just inside all day sitting on looking at a box all day of our computer or phone or tv or whatever like we need to get get out and move like i don't think we were meant to be inside all day yeah on electronics like we need yeah, we need right. some physical fitness outdoors yeah throw a spear <laughs> yeah, hammer you know what i want to do <laughs> that hammer you see those like uh not hammer god i keep calling a hammer but it's like a tomahawk people are like throwing those things at like a uh, plywood oh yeah you know what i'm talking about yeah like, i don't think there's anything here wasn't there a video of a girl like almost getting hit in the head with one of those it like bounced off the wall all weird and it bounced back so it's such a girl thing. No, what's <laughs> a hey, Throw this straight ahead, and they're like they throw it. It's like when you go to the the shooting range. No, but that would be something you would do. No. Yes, you are so accident prone. It's not even funny. That is like semi true, but I feel like I've grown out of it. No, it's only gotten worse with Eleanor. I, I feel like it's debatable. <laughs> People at the gym have seen it for I, themselves. I like I smash my finger recently when we were doing the open workout i smashed my finger uh, between two 50 pound dumbbells and uh, i lost a fingernail r.i.p but other than that like i'm not what do i do that gets i don't i don't get into accidents i mean when i was little when i was in elementary school i was in the nurse's office like 
every week. I broke my thumb playing trench ball with a rubber ball. My hand was like on the ground with my thumb underneath like my hand. And somebody threw the ball right at my hand and it just popped, popped my thumb. Just broke it. I got hit in the face with a soda can. Did you know that? <laughs> no. Some kid, like he had a full freaking soda and he was spinning around like he was like a helicopter and he had it in his hand and he launched that thing. So out of like the 30 or 40 kids that was in that room. No, it was outside on the playground. So out of the 300 kids <laughs> that were on the playground, <laughs> that thing, it, see, it was like a, it. it was like a cruise missile and it freaking <laughs> shot out. It hit me right in the bridge of the nose. I, it swelled like, up. Like what are the odds of that? Like I should have bought a lot of tickets. There, it's. I don't know what the odds are. I couldn't calculate them, but bad, not good. Um, I'll tell you that. Uh-huh. And then so big old lump on my head, like such an idiot. Like I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I had I had issues. Yeah. Apparently. Um, but yeah. So I'm I'm not like super accident prone anymore. Mm. Eleanor is. Our daughter is like. Just like you. She's clumsy. I don't, I don't think it's going to go well for sports. <laughs> she runs into stuff. She hits her head on like everything. And she's like, ouch. And then she'll kind of start wanting to cry. I'm like, no, you did that. I saw the whole thing. No, That's she's my... pretty tough. I'd say she's pretty tough for a little girl, but um, she is accident prone. My, my famous lines to her, and this is, it's kind of a lie because even when I don't see it, I say it, but I go, hey, I saw everything. You're fine. She could like fall in her head. I'm like, yeah, I saw it. You're fine. You're fine. Like when you took her out with a wobble. Yes. So <laughs> that was at the gym and it was funny. She was small too. She was like, that was like at least a year ago. Yeah. Like she was at least maybe two. Yeah. And I rolled like, so all the wall balls are lined up on the wall, but like this one was in the middle of the gym. I think just cleaning up after somebody. So I'm like, Oh, I'm just going to roll it instead of walking it all the way over there. <laughs> She's like walking away from the, like towards the wall, mm-hmm. right? And so I'm rolling it towards her, but she's not looking at me. Right as I let it go, she turns around and starts coming like a couple <laughs> steps. It takes her legs out, like her little leg. She flipped like end over tea kettle on <laughs> yeah, that thing. She like did. she was like on the ground and she looked up and it was Carlos that was at the gym, right? Or was it Pete? I don't know. It was, anyways, there was a guy next to me that had a wall ball and she looked at him and was like you son of a you threw that right at me like she, i was totally in the clear she had no idea she had no idea that like, I was i'm like, not a bowling pin yeah she looked like it though she, yeah she, she went did. down like a little, little little bowling pin yeah she did strike um man she she is not going to be cut out for sports i don't think at all um i mean she has that athletic body I think I think she's gonna be like tall and lanky, but I think she's gonna be goofy. I think she's gonna be that tall goofy kid. No, I don't think so. We'll see. She actually she can kick a oh she can kick a soccer ball really good. <laughs> but remember, we're at the gym and I'm like, hey, she kicks a soccer ball. Like roll her a soccer ball. She'll I mean roll it to her. She's she can kick it like in every single time she makes I'm like her eyes and feet coordination skills are like Pele. My kid is amazing. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, move over, Hope Solo. She's the goalie though, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, what are one of the names? I don't know their names. Megan Rapone. That's is a, that? That's I, a, I think she was on the Oh, track. I don't Anyways, know. All right, okay. whatever. Move over, 
girl that's good at soccer. Here's my <laughs> kid. I roll her the ball. Everybody's right there. I roll her the ball. She did not miss not one time. She goes to <laughs> kick it and kind of like scrapes the top of it, but it doesn't kick. And it's right on the bottom of her foot. She then steps on the ball. It flies out from underneath her. She's she's on her butt. Like, And, and everybody's like looking at me like, wow, yeah. And then so I felt like the douche that was like, Oh, I'm just talking up my kid, you know, like, oh, my kid's so great. They can, they can say their ABCs or whatever. And then they're just like, Dirt. like, that's what I was. I, I just threw her the ball like, hey, my kid is a soccer star. And boom, she just falls right on her butt. And I'm like, well, that's what I get for ever trying to talk her up again. Anyways. Yeah. Oh, she's, she's crazy. And we have a lot to say, I think, about, uh about kids that that's like we, we got that's we a, whole do a whole other episode of kids and just trying to have kids i we so we went through you know infertility issues uh we we got married uh 10 years ago uh this year uh but now we only have a three-year-old so you guys can kind of do the math we went a little little ways without having having a kid and um you know not uh exactly by choice so you know, it took us took us a while to have a kid, so we had we had our fair share of issues. But I think that could be uh, saved for another podcast because uh, we we could get into the the details, and you know, some of them not so fun, some of them <laughs> funny. But I think it's something that um, you know a lot of uh, people don't talk about, um, and I think recently it's been something that's been more. I think you see more of it or you hear of people that are going through it. Um, but I mean, I remember going through it and not really having anybody that we could talk to or relate to or, you know, it's like I'm Mexican. Hello. Everybody that's my age either has like is already on kid somebody, number four. Somebody gives you a high five. You're supposed to be pregnant. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. So it's like nobody in my family had issues having kids. And so there I am by myself, like, yeah, no, uh, we've been married for four years and still going to get pregnant. So when I first met you, mm. how old are you? How old are you? I'm still, this is still the interview. I know we, t- <laughs> we took like a 35 minute venture to get here, but how old are you? When we met? Yeah. At 25, right? Yeah, I think that's correct. So I was 20. So if everybody <laughs> doesn't know, I'm five years younger than you. Um, and you're from what city? Madera, California. So, why when you answer a question, why do you get all? <laughs> I don't know. What voice is that? I don't know. I feel it's like my professional voice. Like that, I need uh, to be professional. A professional like hotbabes.com or one eight hundred hot babes professional voice. Like what it? Why is I gotta it all, get comfortable. Why is it all deep and like like? Hi, I'm Monica. Like, okay. We're not paying a dollar ninety nine a minute here. <laughs> so, anyways, <clears throat> I'm five years younger than you. Yes. And you're from Madera, California. Yes. Um, when I first met you, like third sentence in, and I found out that you were twenty five from Madera. What do you remember? What my next question was to you, or one of my next questions was to you? If I had any kids. I think it was how many kids. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it, was like it is a, how it was many. Something that <laughs> yeah, there was at least how one. How many kids I had? So I remember I was like, I want to punch you in the face. Like, I don't have any. Yeah. So then 
was all good. And then you obviously liked me after that. So I think I made you laugh. You always make me laugh, though. Yeah. I try. Yeah. It keeps, uh, you know, keeps things interesting. Well, I, at what, your expense most of the time. It, it is. But I think that's, I don't know. That's one of the many, that's one of the qualities I love about you. You make me laugh. Well, good. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Which I think is when you are going through infertility, you lighten the mood. You kind of like make fun of the situation and try to make me laugh on those hard days or those hard times or whatever we were doing. But um, it definitely helped. It helped. And I think that's kind of my my M.O. Like it's just like, you know, I, I think I say it all the time, uh, you know, I it's just life. Like, I mean, I don't know. It's not that serious. It doesn't have to be that serious, right? Like, no matter what you're going through, it's just like, yeah. But I think that's what makes me and you, like me and you. Because uh, you're if like, you, no, this is serious. No, like, <laughs> no, it's like I'm I'm so high strung. That's true. Like, stress case. Like, yeah. you know, I like I have to be in control of the situation. And if I'm not, then I'm, it, I'm totally a wreck, right? Yeah. And you're the complete opposite of that and you're like oh, like how you say like it's just life and it's like some days i'm like really like that's not what i want to hear right now but then i sit there and i'm like maybe that is what i want to hear yeah like it's not that bad and you like i wish i could approach life like that like i wish i had that kind of like intention all the time like how you how you see things like i think i mean it's just like you know, you can't get too caught up in your day. I think and it's like whatever happens, happens. You can't control it. But what I always say, like you control everything in your life, like regardless of what everybody else is doing, you control every single one of your actions. And you could say, well, I can't control if this person does this to me. And you're right. You can't control that. But what you can control is what your reaction is to them. So in a sense, you're still controlling the situation. And I think that's how how you know i just through thing i don't want to get like crazy like i've been through so much but you know through the things that i've been through like i think that's the only way that you can kind of just keep going well right? i think like knowing what you've been through it makes complete sense why you're like that like yeah. it, it it really does because i think any normal person would and we do see it is you know you could just it's one of those two it's one of those things where you can go either way with it, right? You can either go down a dark hole and not come out and blame the world and hate life, or you can go the complete opposite and say, no, like I'm going to come out and I'm going to do great things and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to keep going. Like it's one of those things. And I feel like now people, it's just so easy for people to use things that have happened in their life as an excuse for why they can't do stuff. And why they can't be the best self or, you know, I think about like the gym and why people make excuses to go to the gym. And it's like, well, this happened to me or, you know, this is what's going on. Right. Okay. This is an excuse. It's just like, it's okay to be sad for a little bit for it. And, and, you know, yes, I grieve or do what you got to do with it, whatever it may be, or but you got to go on with life, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, life's still going on and 
you can't just sit there and keep using stuff as an excuse. And I think you're a perfect example of that because of the hard things. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I think it's and for me, I think it's just, you know, a more positive outlook and, and, you know, just getting through the, just your, your normal life. Like not everything you do in life is fun. I totally get that. No. There's a lot of adulting stuff that you have to do, which I hate that word when people are like, Oh, I hate adulting today. Like you are an adult. So like, <laughs> you kind of so, have to It's like social media, just turning us all into kids again. Like, know. you know, it's like, Oh, adulting sucks. There's bills. Like, dude, you're 39. Like, <laughs> yeah, you have bills. Yes. You should be able to pay them. Like, or you need to pay them or something like, but you know, not everything in life's fun, but, it doesn't have to be like I said. It doesn't have to be that serious. Like, we're we're going to the gym. Like, we're uh, you know we're raising a daughter. We're build, like we have our family. We're trying to you know create a community really with the gym and you know making new friends and and family. And I, I really do feel like you know everybody that comes to our gym. Like obviously they're members of ours. And they're obviously paying us to be there, which is great. But I do really feel like they're you know we have a good connection like a close connection with everybody that goes to the gym like and we try to instill that from like member to member too like that's why we're always like high-fiving at the end of the you know little things like that like at the end of workout we go around we high-five because we want to build that that community it's like hey yeah you had a hard day i had a hard day too i was driving you know i had to drive five hours in traffic whatever worked all day and then get to the gym it's like workout boom with family high fives like it's like a corona commercial like I w- without the corona yeah sadly i mean i wish we could just crack a beer and just be like oh this is awesome boom and high five like do a beer high five where it splashes up but then nobody has to clean up hey, the mess maybe we could me. do like a meet and greet at lengthwise or something that would be not like a yeah. meet and greet because everyone knows each other it's like the wrong word but like a gym drop like meetup or something like a greet and greet like a greet and greet or a know. meet like m-e-a-t like meet like eat some meat this took a turn. No, <laughs> no one would go. Um, no, I, but yeah, I mean, I think we're, we are so vulnerable. We show, we show ourselves like who we are as a family. I mean, like we have Ellie there. So we are running this gym with our three-year-old and it's not always pretty. And, you know, mom has to come out when she's acting up. Dad has to come out when she's acting up so it's like you everyone gets to see us in action i just hit her with a hey like i just <laughs> give one of those that, that's my dad coming out like hey and then she just looks up like what? i just give her that death stare yeah <laughs> but i mean i think people can appreciate that because it's like oh my gosh they're just like me or they're just like you know they're just trying to do all things too and <laughs> be like the best parent they could be or the best wife, the husband, whatever it is. And, you know, trying to get in a, a workout. I think that's one of the main things though, that I learned about first becoming a parent is the, um, the luxury it is to have a whole hour to work out on by yourself, like to not be interrupted for something. I think, you know, I think I still get a taste of that every now and again. Yeah. Um, if I go to the gym early or something and, and you guys aren't there, I get to work out for a little bit. Like you, you definitely get to go to a different level when you're not worrying about a, worrying about a kid. And, and for the most part, I mean, no knock on Eleanor, like she's, she's really good. 
Um, but you still do kind of have like your eye raised, like what's she, what is she putting in her mouth? Like, is she eating a Barbie shoe again or, you know, <laughs> whatever she's doing, she's falling off of a box jump. Like she bust out of jail and just running around the gym. Like, so, you know, there's, there's things that you like kind of keep your eye on even when she is being good. It's like your head's always on a swivel. Oh yeah. It's like, you can't just like focus like on whatever you're doing. Cause yeah, it, yeah. it's, yeah. I'm like a wide receiver going over the middle, catch a <laughs> My head is on a swivel. I'm like, and just watching her, I know she's getting. And when it's like too quiet, like you're you're in the middle of something, like you're you're working out or whatever, and it's like super quiet, you haven't heard anybody. You, know, you just pop up, and you're like, what? Looking around, and like <laughs> a little gopher popping out of the hole, and you're like, what? Where's she? Yeah. What's she doing? She's just laying there watching her iPad, and you're like, is she alive or <laughs> is she like she's being too quiet, too good? This is not my kid. Well, in between, um, wanting to go to the bathroom. Dude, wanting some more snacks lot. and she pees at like the most inopportune time it's like i should just be oh daddy pee 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 and i'm like oh okay and then like i gotta go put her on the toilet and i could be like in the middle of workout and i'm like Bleh. and then what's up with not peeing and pooping at the same time like she pees and then you're like all right and she's like all done and i'm like okay and then we got there i'm like pick up like i could just barely pick up the barbell again she's like oh daddy pee pee again pee pee again and i'm like what you couldn't get it all out and then boom there comes the poop and i'm like thank you for not doing them right together you're making it super convenient for my life kids kids i mean that's what it is you just gotta go with it yeah so um well, you know, I think we kind of jumped around a little bit on this podcast, but I, it's kind of my intention on this uh, first podcast for us and, you know, kind of just get us out there uh, to the drop fitness community, the welcome to uh, drop talk, um, you know, and throughout the next episodes that we end up, you know, releasing next podcast is uh, that we, I don't know, podcast is, is that a word? No. No? Podcast Pod- die? No. Is it like an octopus? Podcast. Podcast is, is no podcast. Pod. Well, I feel like podcast. Okay, whatever. Anyways, we'll figure that out. Fix that in post. <laughs> I hear that on podcasts all the time. Like, fix it in post. It's like, wait, I just heard it. So clearly, you didn't fix anything. So I don't even know what that means. Um, I'm not gonna cut that out. But my intention with you know future podcasts is <laughs> I can't say that word. Don't say it then. Future episodes, we'll have, you know, we want to interview our members. Like, we want to interview members. We want to interview other people from the community that can, you know, obviously bring us advice. But, like I always say, like, we love alliteration, right? Like, my idea is to everything family and fitness and food. So we can bring you, hopefully, a little bit of nutritional advice, hopefully a little bit of fitness advice and kind of keeping keeping everything wrangled in. And, like, the family is really just, like, everything else. Like, family life your work how you know how how do you fit it in how do our members fit it in and like i said before you know if we can just give you one nugget a little takeaway out of this podcast and you hear us just babbling into the microphone and we get one nugget of information that you can take away and it helps you then then that's you know that's uh uh worth it for us and um you know let's just get help get our brand out there so uh, we will talk to you guys again next time. Please like our um, Instagram, Facebook page. You can find us at Drop Fitness Bakersfield. Um, you know, please share our podcast, comment on it. 
like it. Um, I think those uh, those five star reviews will will help drive our podcast up some awareness. But most importantly, you know, we don't. I don't care about the likes. I don't care about any of that kind of stuff. I don't care about the followers on Instagram. I want everybody in the community. Like if I had, we have like what six hundred and something, seven hundred um, Instagram followers. I think the majority of those are local here, and that's all we're looking for. I want everybody to be, you know, a potential drop fitness member. Like, if we had another 500 followers that are just in Bakersfield, that's all we're looking for. I don't care if we get thousands of likes on something that doesn't doesn't matter to me at all. And same thing with this podcast. Like, if we had 50 people download it, but all 50 people were here locally, and you know they're the ones that listen to it, that's all I really care about. So, please share this podcast if you if you do like it with a friend. If you don't like it. Just subscribe and then don't listen to it. I don't care. Then don't comment. <laughs> Nobody wants. To. It's like, hey, comment if you like it or if you don't like it. It's like, no, just comment if you like it. I don't need to hear the crappy words from you guys. So, uh, <laughs> you know, keep keep the bad comments to yourself and keep the good comments uh, flowing. So uh, until next time, I am Joe Noel. This is Monica Noel. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>